listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host, Danny. And I'm your co-host, Kaylee. This is episode 73, and today we are not talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, we are talking about Gris. So that's yeah. kind of a nice thing. We are going to need yet another month for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We're really close to being finished, but we still need more time. So to fill our time slot for the podcast this month, we sat down just yesterday and played Gris all the way through. It's a nice short game. We got through it in about, what, four hours, roughly? Yep, and uh, It was like yep. the perfect, you know, the perfect game for a sit-down yep play it all the way through, just enjoy it, hang out, you know, it was perfect for that. This game was developed by Nomada Studio. It's the first game that they've developed. We played the PS4 version, which was released in 2019, but it was originally released on the Switch in 2018, in December 2018. But I actually got it, I think, a little bit later than that, even. Um, My PS4 copy is a physical edition that was released for limited run. But that said, I've still had it for about a year, give or take. And yeah. it's just been in my backlog of, I really want to get to this soon, but it needs to be like a good time to play it. And during these big game stretches, like we are having with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it, this is a great game to just kind of squeeze in there, yeah. you know, to fill that time. Yeah, so um, let's try and talk about the story. The problem is, the story is open to interpretation. There's no dialogue. There's no text. There's nothing in the book. There's nothing, you know, there, there is a story that the, the developers tied into it, but it still is open to interpretation to a point of view of no research. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from my perspective, yeah. it, it's, there's no way to summarize this. Like you said, it's really up to interpretation. Like either you can interpret what's happening to the character on the screen. You can project your own interpretation with your own like feelings, if you will, like put, you know, it's, it's just up to interpretation. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is things that happen in the game. Like you're obviously in a world you you're being you're controlling this girl that we're assuming her name is Gris judging by the name of the game when you first are introduced to the character she's sleeping in this hand of an older woman and she wakes up and tries to sing and as she tries to sing her voice gets stolen or stops working and the statue like falls apart and then she falls into this world where there is no color. And then as you progress through the game, which is fairly linear, you are unlocking new colors to bring the world back to its, I don't know, original state maybe, or I, I don't, it's hard telling. Um, it's like she's, I feel like that she is overcoming like, I, I believe one of the things we thought was grief or just kind of like depression and overcoming and adapting to whatever it is that has happened. Sure. And you, you see your character like learning new abilities and learning to cope. And just I, I felt like you ran into a few 
things. There's a little robot. I, I thought maybe that was representative of like maybe a friend or just your your inner self that you've got to feed or I don't know, just, I mean, there's different interpretations of the game. I mean, like the little friend that you're talking about, maybe, maybe this is like her mind that you're exploring and these different color worlds are different stages of, you know, maybe, maybe a year, like the first year, like she lost, I want to say maybe her mom or something. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe you're getting. And she, descends into despair where there's no color there's no life she can hardly stand she can hardly walk but she figures it out she makes it through and then the grief you know the red the waves the blasting is pushing her back and making her fall down and go backwards and it it Mm -hmm. you know and then you learn to overcome that and you move on and then you you know the the little pet that she got maybe she got a cat in real life and it's representing you know this little robot guy where she has to feed the little robot guy but eventually it moves on too and (laughs) i don't know just you know again it's that you know interpretation that you can put on it yeah it's it's for for there not being an explained story anywhere it's kind of easy to make up your own story. Like, I really am not crazy about those. It's up to your interpretation. But really, it kind of speaks for itself. And then if you want to take it further, you can kind of stuff. Sure. And if you wanted to do research, there is a story that the developers put into it. And if you wanted to hunt it down, you can. But from a perspective of I played it and I didn't look that up to see what it is, that's kind of the vibe that I get from it. You can tell that this girl is struggling with something. There is demons haunting her. As you progress through the game, there's a bird that's like attacking her. And then there's a snake that's like oily, inky snake that's trying to attack her and eventually consumes her. And then she gets herself out of that situation and learns to sing again and, you know, makes peace with, you know, there, there was that one scene where we walked by this like tomb of that older woman, it seemed. And when you sang in front of that tomb, like the flowers sprouted and you got the, um, the, achievement for uh acceptance so you know again there definitely is story baked into it but without looking that up you know this is a perspective that i'm getting from it at the very end it's almost like she finds herself and she comes to terms with herself for who she is or something i don't i don't know again it's it's so difficult to explain it it's such a visual game that you have to experience it for yourself to fully understand what the game is trying to show you you know for us to tell you on a podcast doesn't do it justice by any means if you take anything (laughs) out of this episode it's you should play this for yourself because it's worth it at least watch a gameplay of it because it's it's its own thing like it's it's something to everybody depending on you you know you take from it you know your own story absolutely so yeah. what did what did you give it for a score for story? I gave it a seven out of ten. Yeah, I gave it an eight. I mean, same yeah. same concept. Like it doesn't tell its own story, but I mean it it does, but it doesn't like just hand it to you on a platter. Like here's the story. So yeah, I yeah absolutely. No, I it's but I mean it's better than those that have no story, but it's its own thing. Like I usually give those like a base five out of ten. 
where this actually it is up to interpretation i don't know I it's so designed much. to be artistically yeah centered the story is a big part of it if you put a lot into like if that means a lot to you if you're going through something really serious or deep you know it might mean something more to you definitely you should play it then but to me where i will have not gone through that at least not in this moment to me it was more about the art and the atmosphere mm-hmm. of you know the the ambiance yeah i couldn't agree more i mean there's definitely a lot of symbolism of depression and grief, but having not dealt with that myself in my own life, it's hard it's, to take that away, right. you know? I I definitely can see why if someone is in a really dark place where this might be somehow in a somber way comforting. Or inspiring. You know? Yeah, and the story might mean absolutely so much more to someone else than say me right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. Like, it's really hard to score it. I'm just scoring it based on my feeling. I think that if I were going through something, I might score this a lot higher. And it's like, you know, I've, I really felt that. I really felt that about the game. And that was the most important part to me. So, yeah, disclaimer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I think that sounds good. I can't agree yeah. more. I mean, you know, we're because we're brother and sister, we've dealt with very similar things as far as family yeah. matters and... I don't know. I I don't necessarily deal with super deep dark depression, so I I can't relate right. to that. So I I can't speak to it, you know. Um but yeah, uh, let's let's move on. Um Sure. Graphics. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I did too. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's its own thing. It's beautiful. It's at times vibrant and at times dark where it's appropriate. I love the watercolor. Like it's got like watercolor backgrounds, but the colors are like slapped on top of it. It's yeah. It's interesting. It's almost like the color is its own layer. And yeah. then the line art is on top of that color layer. And they don't, they don't necessarily move as one piece. They move Absolutely. individually. It's, it's really interesting. I thought that her her actual like model was so fluid. Her dress, the way she skid down stuff, the way she floated, you know, it was just seamless and smooth and appealing and the backgrounds were amazing, every single one of them for different reasons. The animation as a whole was really yeah. appealing. Just watching her move, like you were saying, running and walking and jumping, and the movement was just beautiful and so elegant. And that that same elegance was transferred into yeah. the background and the elements of the game itself. Like the fan that that sprawls out it doesn't oh, yeah. just click and it's open it like the slow Time. movement of you know elegance and timing and uh, it's it's great the, i loved the like darkness the like inkiness of the bur- like the crow or the eel or there's just the darkness in general i think at one point it like was almost like it was your character at the end it's just the way it was inky and blob you know it just flew flowed so beautifully yeah it did it really, and was it, awesome. it really had this like sense of urgency to it as you're yeah. being chased because it is like this monstrous thing even though throughout the entire game there's no enemies so you don't actually feel threatened but 
you know, you're being chased by this right. inky, dark, black snake, and as it's like, its mouth is opening, it's gooey, and it's it's super, super <laughs> cool. The only complaint that I really could say graphic-wise was there was a few spots where the, the view was so far back that I actually had to stand up and get closer to the TV to see where I was on the screen. But other than that, like... You know, obviously, yeah. I still gave it a 10 out of 10. It's not that bad. It's just, it was a little inconvenience to yeah. be like, okay, my character is like five pixels big at this point. Like, I have no idea where I'm at. I didn't have a whole lot of trouble with that, but I think you did a lot more levels like that than I did. Um, No, I mean, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Our TV was far away, though. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, it was... It was a decent sized TV. I just sure. I, and and the majority of the game is fine, but there were a couple spots where the the camera zoom was so far back where you could see so much of the level that you're in, but you couldn't hardly see your character. And right. You could hardly see where you were in you know the the level the map itself. But yeah. again, small small potatoes compared to the entirety of the Absolutely. the graphics. So good. Again, I and we're probably going to say this a lot. It's worth playing for yourself. Yeah. Just it's such a beautiful game. Like the even the art style of the like intro of the girl. It's super appealing. Like the statues are very elegant and flowy yeah. and it's just it's so it's so pretty. So gameplay. Ooh. So to summarize gameplay, it's a platformer puzzle game. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the puzzle thing is fine. It's kind of easy peasy. My main complaint is I wanted to be able to run faster <laughs> at some point, And it made it so slow. I think and that that wasn't really that noticeable until they introduced the water I noticed. Sure. That's how I felt. I, I thought, well, maybe we'll get faster at some point. We never did. And I wanted to, like... There was a few points where, like, you had to be really on the edge of the platform to make some of those jumps. And a few of those is fine. Like, especially, like, later on where it gets harder or something. But, I don't know. I, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Really was not terrible. Like, it really was fine. Just, it wasn't absolutely smooth although the whole game all over was beautifully smooth you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i gave gameplay a 9 out of 10 oh really <laughs> yeah i just i really didn't have any complaints i mean the puzzles I, the the biggest complaint that i have is that it's a little bit on the easy side but that doesn't necessarily detract from the gameplay style like it still is platforming and it still makes you think and there were a few puzzles that it's like what am i doing and then you figure it out and it's like ah yes you know and that that feeling of figuring out the puzzle is so satisfying that the moments that you were stuck or struggling were justified you know i see yeah i don't know i didn't want to give gameplay a huge score i it was so linear yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. That's just how the feeling I got. I still, like we keep saying, play the game. It the gameplay is not hindered in any way. Like it's easily 
adapted to anyone, pretty much. I feel like the controls were really simple, too. Yeah. Like, there was no complicated, you know, it, it, you jump. You know, you push X to jump. And mm-hmm. that mechanic was um, transferred in the water mechanics, too. So, like, you press X to swim faster. And, um, yeah. you know, there, there was the... She, you you gather abilities along the way, so as you collect these stars, you're gathering abilities, and that's that's part of it. Where mm-hmm. like you push X to swim, that's an ability. There was one that was like square, and you turn into a block to help you either um, stabilize yourself, or you could make yourself uh, heavier to fall through floors and platforms, depending on the platform stability or whatever. But yeah, sure. so as you get these abilities, you're you know, you're assigning those to different buttons, and that mapping was very straightforward. There wasn't a whole lot of complexity yeah. to it. Picking yeah. up the game for multiple sessions wouldn't be that big of a deal. There's, what, five chapters to the game? Something like that? Something like that. So, <clears throat> you know, to play a chapter a day would maybe take you, you know, maybe an hour, if that, per chapter. And, you know, if you take it slow and just fully yeah. enjoy it, it, you know, you could play this for a week and, you know, just get a nice, solid game out of it. Be a great game to play before bed. Yeah, that's true. Mind. You know, even though we played it all the way through, that's just the main game. There was still a handful of things that we could yeah. still collect. Um, a I few, didn't like, want to go back. I wanted to go back and play and make some screenshots. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to borrow the game again, just let me know and I'll, <laughs> I'll loan it to you. You can take some screenshots. But yeah, the... There's a handful of extra hidden areas that if you collect them all, you get an extra hidden ending. And basically, we watched the ending just to see if it showed any more story, which it didn't really. It did show what was clearly your main character. Again, Gris, maybe. And um, this older lady, maybe her mom. And they're, like, in this nighttime field, the starry sky, and the mom catches a firefly and then releases the firefly, and it flies around the little girl, and then it flies off into the sky. And, like, that's it. Just showing the simple moment. But it kind of... It kind of hints at that story that we were talking about earlier, where it very well could be the mom that passed away and the girl is dealing with the grief of that, you know, this, this friendship, this relationship having crumbled away, you know, um, anything else gameplay wise? I can't really think of anything. No, there's quite a few fluid parts to it. Like the swimming. That was pretty all faster. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I think that the swimming part, made her walking seem really or her running seem really slow you know though the when you finally are able to sing oh that was so satisfying yeah and that's a good segue into the music too to some degree um but yeah, like you unlock the ability to sing and the singing opens up these flowers and reveals you know parts of the world that you can use as platforms and it is like super satisfying to have her just like stop for a minute and do this like one you know one two note oh you know and that's that's all it is yeah. but it's so satisfying and the voice is so easy oh. i don't know yeah. 
Very, very well done. Yeah, absolutely. So music, I also gave a 10 out of 10. I I actually gave mine a lower score, but I'm going to bump it up too. <laughs> I I gave it an 8, and then I was thinking about it when we were talking about stuff. I'm like, you know, that really deserved a 9. And then I thought about some other stuff. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? This is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's... Yes, a 10 out of 10. As you're playing through the game, the challenges that you encounter the the background music directly changes mm-hmm. to match that um situation or that scene and it really sets the mood for what's going on for example one of the first levels is the the red wind and you're you know you're walking yeah. through and the wind starts picking up and the music like intensifies and changes and morphs until the wind dies down and then it's like more calm again and you know that that kind of stuff the bird the bird that's attacking you through the yep. in one of the sections it, the music intensifies during that and it's just it, every every part of the game has its own musical note to it and it's so satisfying and fits the the art style very well i noticed the sound effects they were very pleasing like her tapping like when she walks like the rock sounds of her stepping and sliding and a lot like the watery sounds were satisfying like her swimming through the water and that was ultra satisfying to me and when you collect the stars too the stars have their own like music note and when you find the spot where those stars belong they kind of make this little da 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 tune to it it's just you know everything about it is so satisfying (laughs) It was really nice, yeah. And her again, her like harmonized voice, like the voice. It's it's one, it's her voice, but there's like multiples like going on in the background to make it this one voice. But throughout the day, I've had that voice in my head, and I've had <laughs> some music in my head, and it's, it really stuck with me. And it fits the overall atmosphere and really makes it just come together nicely. Yeah, yeah. I fully I, agree. Ten out of ten. Cool. So, I mean, just getting through it quick on this one. Um, Overall, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Um, It's a really great game. My biggest complaint is that it is really short. Uh, I would have enjoyed this for many, many hours. I would have done more and more puzzles and gotten more complicated and deeper. And But, you know, for what it is, great game, beautiful, beautiful atmosphere. Um honestly more more than a game this is a piece of art it's not yeah. you know yeah it's a game you can interact with it but the experience is walking through a museum it is art in its own right like entirely yeah. a piece of art it's amazing i gave it a 10 out of 10 <laughs> i feel like that everyone especially if you're going through something and you're in a place where you can definitely play this there's something beautiful about how sad it is and just that somberness and i don't know it's a really good game there are raw emotions that are baked into this game that they are pushing upon you during you know key aspects to the the gameplay and it's like when you Mm -hmm. You know, when you're hitting those 
points, you know, the music, the the graphics, everything just plays together like music. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the words to express it. It's just Great. it's so well put together. Really to make the entire experience, you know, it, it makes you feel things. Even though you don't really know what the story may be, it it forces you to feel these feelings and you can tell that there there is deepness there, you know. So yeah, overall, what did I say? A nine out of ten? Um, did you say what yours oh yeah, you gave it a ten, right? 10. Good deal. Um, yeah, I would say if you have a chance to play this game, definitely do it. I know that you can get it digitally. Um, I, I don't know how much it is off the top of my head. My physical copy, I think I paid like 30 bucks for it, though I know that because it's limited run, it's a lot more if you were to pick it up on eBay. So, you know, probably mm-hmm. try and find a digital copy of it on the Switch eShop or on the playstation shop i'm sure that one of those will have a copy that you can buy it may even be on um steam i didn't notice it on wiki if steam had it but i it they also had it on ios and android too so i mean if nothing else you could play it on your phone or tablet so that's a possibility nice absolutely so my total score was a 46 out of 50 what was yours Mine was a 44 out of 50. So that's a 90 or a 9 out of 10. Um, oh. You know, that's a really good score. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for such a short game, I, it's... They don't always need to be long to be good. Yeah, no, I agree. And like I said before, this really is a piece of art all in itself. Like, they worked really hard to put all these elements together in the way that they did. And... I can appreciate it, and, you know, I see the work that they put into it. Good game. Good Glad game. <laughs> I'm glad to. I'm, I've been itching to play this game for so long, and I've seen trailers of it. I've seen, you know, the, the artwork on the box is beautiful, and it's like, oh my gosh, I want to yeah. experience <laughs> this. I need to. And, you know, here we finally have, and it's absolutely worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Should definitely play it at some point if you can. Yep. Or watch watch gameplay of it. I mean, it's not the yeah. same, but you'll get the you'll get the feelings that you know the game wants you to get, even if you aren't playing it directly. Uh, though obviously, yeah, it's a better experience to play it yourself. Um, you know, we took turns when we played like. You played the first part, and then I played the like first main level, and then we just swapped back and forth as we went along. And like the gameplay does get harder as it goes along, but it's not so bad towards the end that you're like frustrated. Right, absolutely. And I think you had touched on it a little bit too during the gameplay section. Like it's linear, but it doesn't feel like it's holding your hand. You know, like, it's very much like you only really have one way to go, and the points that you have multiple ways to go, you have to backtrack back to the center location. So it's like, there was a level where I was in the water, and I had to collect 
like four stars or something like that. So it's like I went to one part and found a star and then I went back to the middle and I'm like, okay, where else do I go? Okay, you go down and to the right and there's another hallway that you can go to, but you have to go back. You can't just keep going. So there was rarely a point where I'm like, oh, I could have gone a different way and I don't know, you know, which way is the right way. There's, There's no getting lost. You just keep going and eventually you figure it out. Right. Yep. Um, do you think smaller kids would enjoy playing it? Like, what What do you think I, the age range would be for someone to really enjoy the game? Probably, like, I, I don't know, like, maybe, like, 10, 11 up. Maybe they would appreciate those. I don't know. The little kids might like watching it a little bit, but... To just enjoy, like, if your kid likes enjoying art, then that's a different story. But I think if they can appreciate nice music and just watching video games, then yeah. Right. It's a very simple platformer game with elements of puzzles. So it's like, it's challenging, but I feel like, you know, teenager 13 plus would be able to handle this game really well. Anything younger than that might struggle and not really care as much, but you know, the the experience as a whole is so strong that most people will be able to enjoy it. It is given an E rating, not to confuse anyone. Like it's it's rated E for everyone. Right. It's just you know there are going to be certain groups of people that may enjoy it more if you're you know a little bit older. I would say. 13 plus you're going to really enjoy the game, but maybe the little, little kids wouldn't really be into it as much. Yeah. Well, I don't think I have anything really left to say about the game. I mean, it's a pretty simple game for being so good. It's really hard to fill it with a whole lot of more commentary. You just, it's best experienced as is. Yeah, it really is. Your, your best bet is to play the game. If you've already played the game, then I'm just, Going over it again. I'm just babbling at this point, but, um, you know, short and sweet podcast for a short and sweet game for sure. Absolutely. So next month we are going to be hopefully reviewing Assassin's Creed, uh, Valhalla. I am so close. I, I'm not so close to having it done, but I feel stronger about having it finished within the next few weeks yeah. than I did last podcast episode. <laughs> um, so I'm really pretty confident that we'll be able to have Assassin's Creed Valhalla finished um, for March 1st podcast episode. And uh, after that, we'll, we're still deciding on our next podcast game after assassin's creed not fully committed on any one idea yet so once we have that figured out we'll let you guys know probably either um the next zap chats or on the assassin's creed valhalla uh podcast episode so stay tuned to that um anything else kaylee oh that's it all right guys Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast episode. As always, follow all of our um, social media if you want to learn more. Uh, check out our website, zapni.com, where you can see everything we've got going on and all the past games that we've played and talked about and reviewed. Um, so, yeah, thanks again for listening. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>